My name is Al Ledson, and I do a lot of things. But all my life, people have told me not to. Let me get this straight. You're going to be a poet, an actor, a playwright, a radio host, a storyteller, a comic book writer. Man, you, you, you can't do everything, Al. But I want to do everything. And that's what this podcast is about. Everything I want to do. Stories, radio drama, documentary pieces, and interviews with some of the most interesting people on the planet. I told you, we're going to do everything. And sometimes I'll have my trusty DJ with me, Willie Evans Jr. Uh, I'm not a DJ. Whatever, you make beats. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. No, you're not. And no, I'm not. You never know, because we're going to be doing everything. You like Eddie Murphy now. You're trying to play every character in the movie. You can't do that, Al. You can't do that. You just got to pick one. I need to know what you do. I need to know what you do. What you do. What you do. I'm Al Ledson, and you are listening to Earthang. This week, it's just me. Willie Evans Jr. is working on our big season finale. Come back next week. You will hear him. It's going to be excellent. But today, we bring you part two of John Coffey Refuses to Save the World. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it, or you'll be really lost. So, John Coffey is a character from fiction, and in this play, he's trapped in the room of magical Negroes. An African deity named Legba shows up into the room, and John begins to question who he really is. And those questions might be shaking the very pillars of the universe. Are we all destined to play the roles we're cast, or can we rewrite our script? John looks for answers in part two of John Coffey Refuses to Save the World. And here we go. Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. All the world's a stage. And all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. One man in his time plays many parts. Theater is one of the truest forms of expression. That's glamour. It is not money. It is serving the play and the public and giving everything to us. Previously, in a very special place. This right here, these four walls be what they call the room of magical Negroes. Four black characters from the picture shows gather. The legendary caddy Bagger Vance. That's me. Junior wouldn't have won that tournament without me. I helped him find his true, authentic swing. The mighty powerful mystic from the movie The Stand, Mother Abigail. I'm 108 years old and still make my own bread. John Coffey from the movie The Green Mile. My name's John Coffey. Like the drink, only spelled different. And then there's me, God with a little G, from the great classic movies Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty. God. With a little G. What do you mean with a little G? Just what I said. You spell it with a little G. No, 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 no. I mean, that's actually part of your name. Yes, sir. Wow. The room was a quiet place where they can ease their minds and wait to be called on by the world. But one day the devil comes in. Who are you, Mr. Legba? At the root of it all, I'm a businessman. He is the devil. His business is buying people's souls. Blues men go to the crossroads, he teaches them how to play, and they give up their soul. It's an exchange. And it ain't none of your business. Unless that is you want to learn how to play the Mississippi down-home blues. And I ain't the devil. The devil is evil. And that ain't me. Get it straight. I am a businessman. Legba's appearance threw everything off. And Mother Abigail left the room to find her maker. And John learned he wasn't a real person and refused to walk the green mile when called upon. This has dangerous consequences. What happens if he doesn't? I'm not talking to you. What happened if I don't? Bad things. What type of bad things? Will you stay out of this? What kind of bad things? Bad things. Like? Bad things like what? The end of the world, John. The end of the world. It's the interconnectedness of the universe, John. What the hell was that? I have no idea. I've been in here for years, but it ain't never done that before. It's John. It's all starting to unravel. It's just going to get worse. 
You see, the universe is built on stories. And if one of those stories refuses to work with the others, the veil drops and the universe falls apart. We will die. You will die. And every other living being. Unless John plays his part. But Mr. Legba did not agree. And in the midst of an argument, he attacked me. How you like the magic in my blade? Ah, you cut me. I told you, character, don't mess with me. You cut me. That's how it looks. Before Legba and I could settle up, Mother Abigail returned with a guest, her creator. What's your name, Sunshine? You don't know my name? Boy, you're slow. What is your name? Stephen. Stephen King. Yep, that's their creator. And now, back to the story. There he was in the flesh, Stephen King, a man who might have created more magical Negroes than all the living writers in the world today. Who is he talking to? He was a little bigger than I'd imagined him, though I hadn't imagined him much. Like most of us in the room, we didn't think much about who our creator was. It just was what it was. But not Mother Abigail. Maybe it's because of the way her character was written. Will you please stop it? What? You went on narrator again on account of their creator showing up, and... What are you talking about? Us! Lady, I don't know you. I was minding my business just getting a pack of underwear, and this old lady comes out of nowhere and knocks me on the head, and the next thing I know, I'm here. Mother, take him back to Walmart. No, he's got some answering to do. What are you talking about? Look at me. Do you know who I am? No! Should I? Yes, I can't take this no more. I need to sit for a spell. Sir, can you please get me out of here? I won't press charges or anything. Don't worry, Mr. King. This is all a mix-up. We'll have it straightened out in a jiffy. She don't look familiar to you. No! Look close. I've... Shh! Just look. He don't know us, Lega. Let's let this man go on about his business. Right, Mother? I'll take him on back. I'll take him, John. Ah, damn it. You can't take no one nowhere with that hand like that. Come here, God, with Lil G. I'm fine, John. I just want to help. When John took my hand, the earth shook. The light bulbs popped. A storm raged outside. And the giant man drew all the pain out of my hand and pulled it into himself. He staggered away in silence, and my hand was completely healed. You okay, John? He's fine, Mr. Legba. You just gotta let it out. Let what out? Wait for it. John took all the pain and hurt, and his magic transformed it inside his body. And out of his mouth, a swarm of bees took flight. <laughs> <coughs> Mr. King, I reckon you're going to have to wait a little while for me to take you. I'm just tired. Dog tired. Wow. How in the hell? <laughs> I ain't never seen no magic like that. You got bees inside you, boy? John? He got to get some rest now, Mr. King. John Coffee? Where in the world am I? You, Mr. Stephen King, you don't know this room? You don't know her? No. Think about it. Come here for a spell, mother. And look at her close. Don't worry about where you've been, where you're going, or where you are. Don't worry about what makes sense. Worry about right now, right here. Now, who be this woman you see in front of you? Mother? Mother Abigail? Mother Abigail? Yes. Oh, please let me go. I, I just want to hug her. No! Calm down, character. I'm just letting him loose. Mother, please, come here. Oh, there's so much I want to ask you. Ask me? Yes. Ask me? I deserve answers. I have the right. Don't look after this fool. I need some air. Wait! Mother, wait! 
Damn it. People just walking in and out with no respect for the rules. I'm sorry, Lord G. Sometimes life ain't so neat. What was that about? Was that really Mother Abigail? Is that John Coffey? Yes, sir, it is. My name's Bagavans. Pleased to meet you. I didn't create you. No, sir, you didn't. Good. Excuse me? I hated that book. I'm in a movie. That originated from a book. Trust me, I know. If this dream was about me writing that book, this would be a nightmare. What? And you... Who are you? Red? Red Redding? Shawshank Redemption, right? Sir? So you're not Red? Never heard of him. Anyone ever tell you that you look like Morgan Freeman? I've heard. My name is God. With a little G. With a little G? Just just roll with it. And you, sir? You can call me Scratch. Ah, the devil. I got it. I wouldn't call him that. Oh, excuse me. Where is Mother Abigail going? It's a big thing to meet your creator for the first time. Overwhelming. She'll be back. What is this place? This? This is the room of magical Negroes. Oh, God, is Spike Lee here? Who? Jesus, let me out of here. Please, that guy scares me. Who? Spike Lee, little pit bull of a man. He he gets a hold of you and doesn't let go. At ease, soldier. Mr. Lee is four doors down and would never step foot in this room if his life depended on it. I want to know what you got against my creator. Oh, nothing. I'm sure he's a nice guy and all. I just didn't like the book. But I I thought you were great in the movie. You and Matt Damon and Charlize. Who are they? Right, right, right. The characters. The other characters were great. John Coffey. Wow. You know, I first dreamed about John Coffey. Before I wrote him, I dreamed about him. And here he is again, visiting me in another dream. This isn't a dream. Of course, you'd say that. You're part of the dream. How about I cut you so you can feel the blood running at you, then you'll notice ain't no dream. No, 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 that, that, that's good enough. Okay, so if it's not a dream, then why am I here? Because the devil brought you here. I'm not the devil. But if you're referring to me, I didn't bring him here. Mother Abigail did. It's a setup. The whole day has been a setup. All the years I've been here, nothing like this has ever happened. Nothing. And then you come in here one day, and the whole world begins to fall apart. It's you. All of this is you. And I want to know, what is the end game? What I done told you about getting mouthed with me, character, hmm? What I done told you? Hey, 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 now. Let's all just calm down a bit. Just take a breather. Mr. Legba, just like them books be telling you, just breathe. You right, Bagger. Why don't you just leave? I don't want to leave. Lil G? No, I'm not scared anymore. I could leave. No. No! Sorry, Mr. King. I can't let you leave with him. He seems like a nice enough man. You don't know me very well. Whoop. And three, two, one. John Coffee, get on deck. John Coffee, the green mile is on deck. I repeat. Oh, no. What's that? That there is trouble. Oh, Lord, I never seen nothing like it. What, Mother? All them people, all of them. They out there buying his book, looking for his videos. They are mobbing the store. Why? Because they know he's here. Everyone is looking for him. John Coffee, the Green Mile is up. John, now, John, we've talked about this, and we both know how important it is, right? Don't we, John? We all got our part to play, John. I'm tired, boss. I'm still tired. I know you are, John. I know. But you know how it goes, right? You go out there, get lined up to go, and then you just wait a while. Take a breather till they call on you, right? That right there sounds like plenty of time to get some sleep, right? You just have to be there to check in. That's all, right? That's right, John. Shut it. I'm just agreeing with you. So how does this work? Someone buys the DVD and you go home with them? Something like that. Wow. People are still buying the Green Mile? I need to talk to my lawyer. Actually, John here doesn't get to work much. I do the most work out of everyone. But for some reason, lately, John's been pretty popular. Just here? 
at this Walmart? I don't be knowing about no other Walmart. All I know is they call me, I do my job, and walk the green mile, and, and then I come right back here when it's done. John Coffee? All right, big fella, it's time to get going. No. John? No, I'm not going. What do you mean you're not going? I have a store full of people. What are you doing here? I... He just wandered in here by mistake. Maybe you could take him back with you. No, I'm not done talking to him. What? Don't you worry none. Whatever. Coffee, let's go. Now. No. John, I'm not going to tell you again. Stephen King is in the store. Stephen King! Nothing happens out here ever, and Stephen King walks in. What do you look like? I don't know, a fat white dude. He's not that fat. Who cares? All I know is this here's going to get me a raise. I knew they were filming one of his movies nearby, so I set up a hole in cap. All things King. It's a hit. <gasps> Shoot! That might have been what brought him to the store. He heard about his monument and come to see it. Maybe he just wanted underwear. Who are you? He's nobody. He just wandered in here. Whatever. Please, John, I'm begging you. No. No? Don't ask me. I've tried. Please. John, why don't you want to go? Because it hurts. Well, yeah, but it, it's such a great part. John Coffee is so filled with humanity, such gentleness. It's a good role. Says who? Says me. Yeah, that's a good part for you, white boy. Plenty good. But if you John Coffee, if you the one that's got to die, it ain't looking so good. John, look, we all got a part to play. Now, my part is to come get you, and your part is to be in the Green Mile. That's what we are here to do. Now, please, John, I'm begging you. No. What if the earthquake comes back, John? What if the world ends? I reckon I don't know. How cold does it be in here, John? Sir? What does the temperature have to do with anything? Hold your britches, lady. I'll get to you in a second. How cold does it get? It don't never get cold. It's always like this. And how hot does it get? I told you. It's always like this. Exactly. You know it gets cold out there, John. Mighty cold. So cold you can see your breath freezing in the middle of there. Now that's cold. And hot? Ooh, boy, it gets hot, don't it? Well, of course it does. Boy, we in Mississippi. And not just Mississippi. I mean, we in Mississippi. God damn. I done seen it get so hot the flowers weep, then wither, then die. All in just while you looking at them. <laughs> so if it gets cold or hot out there, but not in here, what does that take? I don't know. It does not tell you anything, except that we've got central air and heat. Ain't no vents in here, Lil G. It tells you just because it's rumbling in here don't mean it's rumbling out there. Did you feel a rumble? What are you talking about? A whole lot of ruckus. The earth moving in the light. Well, no, of course not. We don't get earthquakes in Mississippi. Exactly, John. Now, I know these are your people. And I know they love you and you love them. And I know you just getting to know old leg, but hey, what ain't the love? But still, I know. But all this time, they ain't said nothing about the true nature of things. Now, personally, I believe it was to protect you. And ain't nothing bad in that. But you can't learn to walk if someone's always holding your hand. Jesus, I have wasted enough time here. Now let's go now! No, ma'am. Not yet. I still got some thinking to do. You go on, John. What's your name? You can call me Scratch. I don't know what movie you're from, but when I get back, I'm gonna sit down and watch every damn movie in the store until I find the one with you. I will rip through every single DVD if I've got to, but I will find you all dressed up looking like a black Colonel Sanders. And once I find your chicken-loving ass, I'm gonna smash the shit out of that DVD. You understand me? <clears throat> what you need to do is look on our phone. They got some books there that can help you out with that. Fuck you! I'm done playing around here. Now move! No! Oh! Why do I always get stuck dealing with the dumb niggers? Wow! Mm -mm. Excuse me? I didn't, Whoa. I didn't mean that. Listen, I'm just frustrated and tired, been working nonstop, that's all. I don't talk like that. I, I really don't. Ask Willie in the service department. He's my buddy. We don't use that language in here, ma'am. We sure don't. 
We might not have a lot, but you ain't gonna be calling us out our name. I'm sorry. Oh, you gonna be, baby. You gonna be. Oh, shit. Now you're talking. God. And suddenly the lights went out. Oh, God. Now what happened in the darkness, nobody really knows. I do. But regardless, whatever those characters, those shadows that present themselves from the light of the lives we live, whatever they did to that clerk, it fundamentally changed her, shifted the axis of her world, made her a different person inside and out. And when they were done, they just sent her on her way. Whoa, hey, watch it. Oh my god, of course I'm stuck here at the end of the world. Serves you right. Excuse me? Do you have something to say, Mother Abigail? She just... No, no, I, I want to hear this. You've been acting crazy since since you knocked me over the head and brought me in here. What is your problem? Didn't I make you? Didn't I give you life? You should be thanking me. I didn't want to get made. None of us do, but it happens. Get over it. You are such a cruel man. How am I a cruel man? Please, enlighten me. You make us, then you leave us here. You forget us. How could I leave you here? I never knew this place existed. That's convenient. Get off the cross, sister. I am not responsible for your shit. Then who is? Who stuck me in this 108-year-old body for the last 20 years? Who stuck me with the power of foresight but the inability to do something with it? You, you, you. You want me to get off the cross? Well, why did you put me there in the first place? Mother! No! I'm tired. And then he comes in here with a smug look like he hadn't done anything. This is what you've done. This room right here! It's all starting to unravel. Listen, I never forgot you. Ever. Maybe, maybe we should give them a little time. Speak for yourself. Legba, please. Yes, ma'am. Bagger, you still got some coffee back there? Yes, sir. John, will you stay? Yes, sir. Okay. Ask me anything. Why? Why what? Why did you make us? Ah, well, because I had something to say. Because I wanted to tell a story, and I knew you could help me tell that story, both of you. I don't know what this place is, but I never meant for either one of you to be here. John... Do you know how you got your name? I had an old writing teacher. He was a tough son of a bitch, but he taught me a thing or two about writing. I already had the spark by the time I met him, but he helped me take the spark and make it into something. I loved that old man. He was a pain in the ass and not right about half of his theories about writing. But I loved him... And when I dreamed of the Green Mile, when I dreamed about you for the first time, I wanted you to have his name. I wanted you to be the descendant of the love he showed me, of the love I felt for him, of the love I feel when I'm writing a character, when when I'm pouring everything I've got into that moment. If in some weird way. I am your father. He's your uncle. You were named after your uncle. And Mother Abigail, Mother, I loved you so much. When they made the stand, I had them put in a role for me just so I could be around you. Around all of the characters, I love them all. Hell, I came down here to Mississippi to watch them film the remake of The Stand just to be around the characters again. 
A whole new generation will know you, Mother. <laughs> what's wrong? Please, tell me what's wrong. I don't want no one to know me. I just want to go. I just want to transition. I'm old, Stephen. Can you understand that? I'm just old and tired and stuck in this body. You gave us all this power, but we can't use it for ourselves. You gave us life, but not a life. I don't even know what my story is beyond being 108 years old. My whole life starts at that moment. All the other characters got a backstory and origin. All I got is a cornfield my people don't own anymore and some creepy dude with red eyes watching me. I got a pass. Lego whispered part of it in my ear. Maybe Lega can do that for you, too. Legba? He told me the story of how I was born. It made part of me fill up. I don't think that'll work for me, John. My sole purpose in life is to help some white folks find their way home. And when I use my power for me, I get punished. As much as I'd like to know my beginnings, my endings won't ever change. And just when I get close to my transition, they want to restart it all over again. I, I'm sorry. I never thought about it that way. I, I wish I could stop the filming, but honestly, Mother, I don't have anything to do with it. It's all suits and directors. I'm just a writer. I don't want to die. We both got to die, John. That's the nature of things. Everyone got to go sometime. Just once, though, I'd like to be the lead. Wouldn't that be something? But I can't. We can't, John. Well, come on. We should be getting you back. You're letting me go? Well, you can't stay in here. You ain't a magical Negro. No, I guess not. John, it... It was nice to meet you. You too, boss. It sure was good to see your face. Gentlemen? Take care, Mr. King. If you meet my creator, tell him I said hi. Will do. Scratch? Mr. King? John, you all right? I guess so. What was it like meeting your creator? I reckon just like meeting everyone else. He ain't have no answers. No one does. Sometimes, John, you gotta look on the inside to find what you need. Can't find it on the outside. See, inside each and every one of us is one true, authentic swing. Something we was born with. Something that's ours and ours alone. Something that can't be taught to you or learned. Something that's got to be remembered. But I don't remember, Bagger. All I know is this. What I do when I go to work and what Mr. Legger told me. That's all. All I know is who I be by what other folk told me. I don't know me. Sound like you just need to find it. I've been wondering if we ain't real. I want to know who I'd be if I was. Who John Coffey is. Maybe I play golf, Bagger. Maybe you could come with me and we could play some. That'd be nice, John. Sure would. That makes no sense whatsoever. How does it not make sense? If God and Jesus came across the water from the white folk, what makes you think I wasn't smuggled across the water in some slave's heart? I'm not arguing with you anymore. I'm done. You all right, John? Yes, sir. I'm glad you got to meet your creator. Wish I could meet mine. Now we can get back to the business of what we do here. 
You sure about that? No one is talking to you. No. I don't think I'm going, God, with Lil G. Why not? Because I've been thinking. And I gotta know something for myself. Know what? Know who I am. You know who you are. You sat with your creator. He told you, didn't he? He didn't have no answers, God, with Lil G. I'm glad I got to meet him. It's good to know I was born out of love for something. That he meant me for something. But that ain't enough. Of all the crazy... Let the man speak his mind. Shut up! Or what? Don't you point at me like that. Satan, get me behind me. Oh! Oh! Oh, you're killing me! You're killing me! Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey! With all in my chest! God! Little G! What have you done? That wasn't me. That that looked like you to me, God with Lil G. You pointed at him and an earthquake started and he was in pain like 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 you you put an earthquake in his heart. Check on him, bagger. He's he's dead. Has that ever happened in here before? Has anyone ever died? People transition all the time. This ain't the same. You killed him, God with Lil G. You killed Mr. Legger. I didn't kill anyone. You threw an earthquake at his heart. No, I didn't. The earthquake was just in the room. I saw it. Now this done gone on far too long. I didn't kill him. Gotcha! (laughs) That's not funny. Oh, calm down. Calm down. I'm just messing with you. That's why they call it messing with you. you want to do, John? Uh, please, Mr. Coffee. Will you stop doing that? I'm not doing anything. You lie like a rug. You just said you did when you thought I was dead. No, I did not. Stop confusing the subject. John, it's the universe. It's not me. I don't want you to go, but the universe demands it. Everybody wants something to me. Don't I get a choice? Why I's got to die? Just cause I was dreamed up every time somebody want me to die, then I gotta go on and do it? Then you all feel sorry for the big old dumb ox. And then you go on about your day. But I still gotta deal with the pain. Well, I's tired of it. I's sick and tired of it. I'm not going. I'm not going till I get something for me. What do you want, John? I want to know who I am, here, inside. I want to know who I'd be if I was real. Everybody got time to figure out who they are. Why you rushing him? Shut up! I'm tired of you, devil. I'm tired of your deceitful games. You're leaving now. Get your hands off No! Will G, stop dragging him. Let him go. You already done tried to kill him. He's got to go now. I say now. And he's out the door. And I'm back. What in the hell? Not for long. Stop, damn it, stop. I can't leave. I'm stuck here. I ain't got nowhere to go. What do you mean? I thought you could open the door. I thought you could go places. I could, but not no more. The magic, it's it's leaving the world. What about your business? What business? It's gone. All gone, just like like everything else. How? I don't know. I always know the timing of things, but I ain't know the timing of it. One day I was on the road paying my respects to a customer that done moved on. A lot of them are moving on these days. So much so, I'm starting to feel lonely. Like... Ain't no one in my world left. Folks that done walked them dusty roads with me done 
drank moonshine with me. <laughs> Women that done danced with me, done danced around me. The blues, Lord, the blues is leaving. And it's just me. Time done passed on for a long time, but it ain't never left me behind. But here I is. I come back to the crossroads, and it was gone. I don't understand. How was it gone? How? Location, location, location. In progress. They knocked it over. They plowed over the crossroads, knocked down that old tree, and put up the Walmart. And here I am. Low, low prices and more depravity than I ever seen at a juke joint. Great God Almighty. <laughs> I was in heaven. I had a good time for a while, but then I tried to set up a little business in there. But business ain't no good when you're dealing with Walmart. Every damn thing got to be discounted. I mean, how the hell are you going to discount your heart's desire and the price of your soul? Boy, folks don't even know how to dream no more. Last straw, someone was going to sell me their... We were going to do the exchange. And you know what they wanted? Rims. 26-inch rims. What's that? Hell if I know. But that's the point. You're going to give something so precious away that I don't even know what the hell it is? No, sir. I just couldn't do it no more. So I got it in my mind to leave. And every time I walked out that door, I found myself walking right back in. You just loved it so much you couldn't leave, huh? Mother said it was heaven. No, son. Literally. Every time I walked out the door, I found myself walking back in. Literally. I couldn't leave. I was stuck. Just like what happened just now. I'm stuck in Walmart for eternity. And right then I knew what a bad man I was. Why? Because I done sent many folk to hell. And never even knew what it was until I got here. See, the crossroads was a place of power, an intersection, if you will. And plowing it over didn't change that. So I could go into all the worlds in Walmart even though I couldn't get out. What does that mean? It means just like this room is here, connected to all the movers in the video department, their room's connected to other parts of the store. Sweatshops attached to all those cheap clothes. Endless factories filled with poor folks making all them shiny electronics. It's depressing as hell. And after I left each one, I couldn't get back in. One by one, my magic was going on me. I knew I was going to get stuck somewhere. So you chose here. Don't flatter yourself, little G. No way I want to spend an eternity with your self-righteous ass. But when I knew Stephen King was coming, I couldn't resist. While Legba talked to Bagger and I, John snuck out of the room in search of his own story. John? John Coffee? What are you looking for? Mother Abigail said there was a crack in the floor that lead to the Walmart, but I can't seem to find it. I was, uh, I was just coming to see you. Coming to see if you would come out. I'm not going. Not till I get something for me. No. Oh. Okay. What do you want? I just... I just want an understanding of me. You think that's selfish? Uh, I don't... I don't rightly know, John. Me either. How many times you done got me from that room? I don't know. A lot. A whole lot. Not so much lately. But for a while, it was all the time. I reckon so. I just want something small for me. That's all. All the times I done done for the arc of the universe. I just want this small little thing. I just want to know who I'd be if I was real. Not this big bottle of magic. I wish I could tell you, John. I really do. If it helps any... There's a lot of real people who don't know who they are either. And in that moment, the clerk, suddenly filled with compassion, put her hand on John's hand. 
I don't know if it was because of where they were, or because of who John was. Or maybe it was the fact that it was the first time John had ever touched a real person outside of the room. Or maybe it was all of the above. But something happened in that touch. A transference of knowledge? A download of human history? Who knows? But it was something. Because in that touch, John knew exactly who he would be if his story transcended fiction into reality. It was a hot day. Lord, it was hot. So I stopped to take a swim at the little creek. It was where all the colored folk go to cool off. I was there alone when I first got in, just enjoying the cool water. But then a whole group of white men come up to the bank, looking down at me with all that anger and hatred in their eyes. I didn't even know what they was talking about. Something about some little girls. I ain't seen no little girls. I ain't seen nothing. They pointed their guns at me. And I got out of the water and just ran, naked, none of my clothes on, just running, because I knew if they caught me, something bad was going to happen. I ain't get far till they shot me in my leg and I fell down and blacked out. When I wake up, they got me tied up, and one man with mean eyes is hollering with a knife in his hand. He take that knife and he move it low, and he start cutting me, cutting me in my privates, and I black out again. When I wake up, they's dragging me with a rope on my neck. I ain't got no strength left. I can't fight it. I try and hold my hands to my neck trying to breathe, trying to keep the rope from killing me, and then I see them aiming at guns at me. And all that fear run out of me. I just let go. I was just tired. I was just tired. When the spell was broken, the clerk was gone, and John couldn't find his way to the Walmart. So he ended up back in the room, talking to me. Why does the world have to be so ugly? Just how it is, baby. I'm sorry, John. I really am. to this. I don't want to go back. Then don't. There won't be nothing left if you don't. Psst. What choice do you have? You always got choices. You don't understand. I know now, God with little G. I know. I know there ain't nothing for me nowhere. Not on the green mile. Not in the real world. How can I go back to that? Because you have to. Why? For them. For every single one of them listening to this right now, if we go away, if the stories they build their world upon disappear, what happens to their world? It crumbles. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. If the world is built on a lie, maybe it should crumble. Maybe. But do you want all that blood on your hands? When I took Stephen back, I thought about running, getting his far away as I could. But then I thought, what am I running to? A nursing home? Then I thought about y'all. Figured if I had to be anywhere, this is just as good as any. We always come back, don't we, John? Back here. Back to each other. 
Yes, ma'am. There's magic in that baby, and it's ours. Well, if the world is going to end, I'm going to get a few swings in before it does. Mother, you want me to show you that pup one last time? I'd like that bag. I sure would. John, uh, things are getting critical. My manager is pretty upset. Please, John, please. Well, John, I got nothing left. What you gonna do, John Coffey? What's needing to be done? I guess I's gonna save the world. I ain't gonna talk you out of none. I want you to do what you feel is right. I just wanna know how you gonna hide all your new knowledge. How you gonna be John Coffee again and walk that green mile when you when you know it's all a lie. Well, Mr. Legba, I reckon I reckon they call it acting. And that, my friends, concludes John Coffey Refuses to Save the World. You know, I wrote this play long before the hashtag and the movement of Black Lives Matter got started. But I think that this play kind of fits right into it because, for me, the story is is twofold. One, about how we treat characters in fiction. It may seem like a minor thing, but actually it's a reflection of the way the creators and we, the audience, look at the world. And if black characters are only used in service to white characters or anybody else except themselves, well, then what are we saying about black people in the actual world? The second thing that I was thinking about when I wrote this is, are we all destined to play the roles that we're cast in? At the end of the play, John decides that he is going to continue to play that role because everything outside of that role doesn't have a whole lot of meaning to him. But I'm still trying to figure out myself that larger question. Are we all trapped in our own story? I don't know. Something to think about. I think every playwright writes a play to answer a question that they are pondering in their minds. And while I wrote this one a while back, that question still echoes in my head. But there's magic in that. And speaking of magic, it's time to thank our fairy godmother. Many years ago in the state of Florida, in a small hamlet called Jacksonville. A poet named Al Letson wanted to tell stories. I want to tell stories of the world, my country, my community, and my own, because I think that storytelling is a building block of humanity. And so he did. But no one would hear those stories unless he found a way to amplify them. In other words, he needed some money. Cash, De Niro, Enns, Skrilla. But how? Until one day his dreams and prayers were answered by a lovely woman. Who... who are you? Oh, sweet pea. I'm your fairy godmother. <laughs> I have a fairy godmother? Shush, 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 shush. Now don't worry. I'm here to make it all better. Bet, bet, bet. Her name was Dolores Weaver. And it turns out she wasn't just Al's fairy godmother, but the whole community's. Oh, man, me too? Everyone except you, Willie. Dolores Weaver's done amazing things in Jacksonville and even started a fund to help nonprofits in Northeast Florida. The Dolores Bar Weaver Fund, which sponsors this show, for which Al, and by extension, Willie, will be forever grateful. Wait, I thought you said not me. You're here, aren't you? The Dolores Bar Weaver Fund. From Al's Fairy Godmother. And that concludes this episode of Earthang. John Coffey Refuses to Save the World, Part 2. Listen, I can't thank the cast enough for their work on this piece. I wrote this play years ago, and to hear it brought to life, well, it, it means the world to me. So thanks, guys, from the bottom of my heart. Next week, Willie and I take it back to our roots. It's 1991. I'm graduating from high school and I was a hardcore hip-hop head. But I didn't just love the music. I made it with my hip-hop group, 13.
That's next week, the conclusion of Earthang Season 2. Y'all come back now, you hear? Earthang is a production of Showcase from PRX's Radiotopia. John Coffey Refuses to Save the World was written by yours truly and produced by me and Claire, my sister from another Mr. Mullen. John Coffey was played by Larry Knight. Legba by David Gerard. God with a Little G was played by Jason Stevens. Mother Abigail was played by Tony Phillips. Bagger Vance is Steve Anderson. Stephen King was played by Bill Ratliff. The Clerk was played by Brooks Ann Meyerdirks. Bree Burge is Earthang's show systematizer because she gets the job done. Special thanks to the Five and Dime Theater Company in Jacksonville, Florida. Lee Hamby, Michelle Simkolit, and Barbara Colacello, and my main man Gary Anderson of Plowshares in Detroit. Earthang was funded in part by the Dolores Bar Weaver Fund. Special thanks to WJCT in Jacksonville, Florida, and my other show, Reveal, from the Center for Investigative Reporting. You can find us on iTunes, Radio Public, or Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. You can also talk to us on Twitter. It's at Earthang, that's E-R-R-T-H-A-N-G, and I'm at Al underscore Letson, and Willie is at Willie Ev. And remember, you are a star set upon the night, and the universe needs you to shine. So shine, my friends. Shine. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, hey, Earthang fellas. This is Kanye West. Just got done listening to your John Coffey refuses to say the world. I just want to say, like, I think that being in the room of magical Negroes is a choice. They they made they they made a choice to be in the room of magical Negroes. It sounded like a choice to me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and you know, I was I I, I was calling on to see how I could get in. Well, what fit in? I think that I would make a good addition to the room of magical Negroes. So, uh, first thing, fellas, if if you get a chance, you can catch me on Alex Jones. Uh, you could catch me, uh, you know, like they asked me to come speak at the next Charlottesville rally. I'm going to be there. So, uh, you know, get at me. Me and my girl Candace, we both want to get into the room of magical Negroes. And if you give Kim a pass, that would be dope too. All right. Stay up.